one day and like just my, my everything body hurt. hurt and like everything started cracking yeah, I, I could stand up right now and like eight different joints will crack <laughs> i stood up on my 30th birthday and, and i just, just died i haven't stopped popping since yeah. well like my ankle like that's well that's great yeah, did you hear it yeah every time i like twist my ankle it pops that's funny i don't think that's normal uh no i'm pretty sure i'm dying I mean, we all are, slowly. Oh, yeah. What do they say after, like, 30? You're just, we're on the downward slope. Yeah. Like, just cells like regenerate slower now. Die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, felt God, like, I felt like that after about 17, but whatever. <laughs> I've lived a hard life. Yeah, that's sad and depressing. God, I'm so glad that we... <laughs> I've lived hard and fast. Start this one. Yeah, uh, yeah, with just we're all dying. I feel like we had a story to start this one. I, and then, we did, and then it's we had some technical issues, and we had to restart. And then I got angry and <laughs> almost threw my computer across the room. Hulk Dude, smash! Computer is a piece. Of shit. Yeah, well, well, it's not a bad computer. It's you know, it was used. We bought it used, but I mean, I was in the middle of getting my bachelor's degree online, and my computer crashed. So. We kind of had to do what we had to do. It's a good computer. It's, it's just, I think it's just this program. It's it is this program. Sunken. I think it's the mic, honestly, because we didn't have this problem Dude, until right? we, we the got mic. a new mic. Yeah, we got and a new now... mic. I spent I spent some you know some some money. I didn't spend a ton of money, but I spent some no. money on a new mic. Yeah, for you guys, you're welcome. And boom, it's garbage. It's God, just you're sure. well. I mean, it's nice garbage. At least, it's, <laughs> at least nice it's hot garbage. garbage. Yeah. It's... But now we keep having technical issues with our audio mixing program that wants us to not. I, I don't live. Know. I don't know. Yeah. It's a communist. It's got to be communist. It is goddamn communist. <laughs> I hate communism so much. Damn commies. I hate them. I hate them all. Uh, Two hundred million dead. Yet we still think no. It just hasn't been tried right. Yeah, it just right. hasn't been done right. Dude, it hasn't been done right. It, it hasn't been done right I'm because there is no right Hitler way to got do it. it wrong. Yep. Socialism is great. Everybody gets everything. Yeah. Nobody, everybody works for the collective. Yeah. Because there's no such, there's just no such thing as greed and corruption in the world. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. If we were, <laughs> if we were a communist country... There would be no greed or corruption. Right. Because... <laughs> Those corporate bastards. <laughs> you know what? You know what? If it wasn't for... Those corporate bastards being greedy, we like, wouldn't nobody have, would have all jobs. the cool shit that yeah, we have. We wouldn't have, have all your, your fancy iPhones that you use to go on Facebook and rant about how much you hate capitalism. Right. You kind of got that through kinda. capitalism. Just saying. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's so, a Kyle... Thing. We are, like, I don't know. I can't do math. Two two minutes in. Two minutes in. Two we minutes in. Talked about anything. And uh, what you drinking, bud? Oh yeah, tonight's episode of the Shift Change Podcast is brought to you in part by <laughs> Crown Royal Apple. The letter. By the letter D, <laughs> or C. The letter C. 
Oh Jeez. shit! Oh, never mind. So what? <laughs> what? Uh, what glass number are we on? Oh God, I'm. <laughs> I've, it's warm in here. It's t- it is warm in here. <laughs> well, it's taken us how many drinks oh, just to get the thing God. going? Yeah, we're not even in the same room anymore. No, do we guys? We literally picked up the entire studio and moved it into a different. Why did yeah. we do that? We were getting echo, right? Like really no, bad. No, I have no idea. What I, oh, because it was, it was, it hot, was as hot as balls in there in the studio. Yeah, it was hot. Because as, yeah, it was hotter than what Dante's freaking twelfth ring of hell is. <laughs> because for some reason, this state, which is notorious for being cold, it has also been gets disgustingly hot. hot. It's been like ninety-seven degrees yeah, every day for the last week. But ladies and gentlemen, it's been like. What, eighty-five to ninety percent humidity the entire oh, weekend? Oh my god! I'm pretty sure you could walk outside and get pneumonia from breathing in the air. Oh my god! Yeah. So, so it was hot in the studio. Uh, so we decided it was time to uh, pick up the studio and yeah, move, move, move it into it the into room into with the an air room with an AC unit, which yeah. we have to shut off. <laughs> Because we got this brand new mic, which is awesome, except except the mic picks up every single little noise in the world. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, hold on, shh. I bet you guys can hear my freaking heart beating right now. <laughs> like if a dog farted in yeah. the other room, it would pick well, it up. Dog probably did fart. In the Clear other room. as day. Just wall. What the hell was that? Wall, wall. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bonus points for anybody who can email us yeah. at contact.shift.change.podcast at gmail.com <laughs> or, and tell us what movie that's from. Yeah, or, or send us a private message on Shift Change Podcast, the Facebook group. Yeah, screw private messages. Put that crap right on the ball. Yeah, comment care. on... First person to comment on what movie that came from. Whenever we end up getting merch, we'll send you something for free. Yeah, dude. We'll break that down. Yeah. That'd be fun. Boom, boom. Hey, Zach, Zach, you should tell your story. Uh, about my kid? Yes. Friggin' kid's a boob man. So my kid is, what have smart we determined? Kid. He's a super smart kid. Um, I mean, my man, right? <laughs> my man. He uh, is seven months old now. And he, here's how we've figured out that he's, he, so there are ass man, there's an ass, there are ass men, and there are booby man. And he's a booby man. And this kid, like, without looking, this is how we know. He can reach out, no no look, and just grab you by the nipple. Through your shirt, and it hurts so bad. He just, without, like, he was sitting there, I'm making faces at this kid, like, woo, you know. Like a, like a good dad that I am. And he just, all of a sudden, out of freaking nowhere... Reaches out, doesn't feel around. It's not cold outside or anything. Grabs my nipple with his little baby fingernail talons. Because those things are the razor Razor sharp. claws, yeah. Yeah, and he just like, oh, and he tries to tear it off my chest. That's and it funny. hurts so bad. Doesn't care about anything else. Doesn't look at butts. He's huge ladies, man. Hates dudes. Hates dudes. Yeah, well, I hate dudes, too. Yeah, well, that's, you know, by design. Like, I know he's not, not that there's anything wrong with it, but. We know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, yeah, he's yep. not. Yeah. He, he, this kid is so cute, though. He's so damn adorable. When he 
turns 15, we, uh, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Like, I've already started a savings account for the little bastard children. <laughs> for the child support you're going to have yeah. to pay oh, for. Oh, God. Yeah, he's cute as shit. Uh, hopefully, he's intelligent. Uh, intelligent enough to, like, not yeah. get into trouble. You yeah, know? well, you know. Well, you didn't. You never got in trouble. I never got as a kid in trouble. Yeah, it's yeah. Let's 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 get your mom on the line and verify that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. No, I didn't get in trouble because I never got caught. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, no, I was totally a good. Yeah, I was goody. a good kid. Yeah, 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 I was a good kid. Yeah. I was a good kid. I, according to me, you know what? Don't, I, let's I, not ask. You know my what? Mother. I was a good kid too. So I, I little... wasn't, but you know what? I meant well. I. <laughs> That's that's what counts. Right? Okay? I did right. dumb things as a kid, but I meant well. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So oh, dude, did I just burp into the mic? I think I so. Did. But no, it's cool. We have a pop filter now. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so the pop filter will uh, filter that out. Yeah. Sure. Totally. That's how that works. In case you guys didn't notice, our audio quality is, I would hope, it's significantly a little, a little better. better. At the very least, better than the uh, PlayStation headphones that yeah, we've been using. Because I, I dropped quite a bit of money on a new mic. That is crashing your system boom, every A boom stand seconds. and a pop filter. and Yeah. No, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. We, we just... need to upgrade it by a lot, though. Well, Because I, I think that's what the... Cause we're having, we're having like technical issues. Yeah. Every if you guys are noting, thirty to sixty seconds. If you guys are noticing issues. that the audio is like glitchy or that it's kind of skipping, it's because we're having some technical issues with our audio, and we've spent the last probably what three hours, two oh hours. Oh my god! Probably yeah, the last well, two hours at least. Last three, last three cups of Crown. Yeah, I don't trying to figure out how to fix the problem. I don't have any ice anymore either, but that doesn't matter. It the might show be. Must go on. It might be because your cup was like all melted ice when I refilled it, and I just put a splash <laughs> of crown in there. Uh, yeah, it just, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um, um. Yeah. So we've been having some technical issues. It's part of the struggle fest that we're dealing dude, with. Dude, we're here. struggle. The struggle is hard. We're today. riding the like struggle bus real today. It's real today. Yeah. So. What the hell are we going to talk about? Because I want you guys to know, my, what part of my goal is to be authentic. I am not going to pretend to be something that I'm not. Um, so you'll notice some of our episodes, I just kind of tap record when Zach's not looking. Yeah, when I'm kicking around. He'll be like riffing on something random and I'll just hit record because I think it's solid gold. <laughs> like and my it, kid grabbing a nipple, yeah. no... Like, no no looking, doesn't yeah. aim, just, just grabs, grabs a nipple it. and tries yeah. to tear it off yeah. my body, and it hurts yeah. a lot. Yeah. I love that kid. That's, like, authentic content right there, and I want the people to know who we are without right. them actually knowing who we are. Right, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Um, so, so, we're going into tonight's episode kind of blind. Kind of blind. Like, blind and a little under the... Under the table. Um, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, what were you just playing with there, Kyle? Oh, I saw you had a bullet there. Oh, I have a bullet here because is it America? For yeah, my boomstick, my freedom stick. Woo! What? Uh, what okay. you got there? Let's play tonight's. Let's play tonight's episode of Name That Caliber. Well, I know what caliber that. It's like Shut the. Up. Uh, 
What is it? Well, see, now we got to take a picture of it. Well, so no, we can't I, because it's not live. So it's kind of pointless that we put it on the Facebook group. They're going to be say, like, hmm. what is this? They're going to be like, why? What is this? And then like <laughs> a, a month and a half later, and they're going to be like, oh. Well, don't tell everybody sense. we're pre-recording Oh, episodes. yeah. Well, why are we pre-recording well, okay. so, episodes, right. Kyle? So, uh, this is, I guess this will lead into tonight's topic because as we are letting the cat out of the bag, um, we have to sometimes pre-record episodes because uh, I've got some stuff going on. Yeah, life, coming life is getting difficult. Life is getting very difficult for Kyle. <laughs> um, Kyle is getting married in the upcoming week. He is. Yay. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I'm Vegas like I suggested? No, I, we should It's too late now, but yeah, I should have. Well, um, you know, I bet there's not a line. <laughs> I bet there's not a lot of people in Vegas either right yeah. now. Uh, well, and here's the funny thing is, you know, I make it sound like I'm, like, not excited. I, I am excited for it. Incredibly excited. I am not excited for all the drama and work and stuff leading up to it. And so... Oh, well, God. <laughs> I just dropped my, my bullet again. So if you guys want to take a guess on what caliber of ammunition I keep dropping onto the floor, yeah, go ahead you, and send us a message. If you guess it... Correctly, Kyle will send you a case. No. <laughs> I will not. Uh, but in in Holy, the off chance oh, that we have six hundred bucks down the drain, <laughs> when Jesus. We, when we come up with some uh, shift change merch, maybe we'll send you guys a new uh, a new, a new shirt, shirt or, or hat or whatever we got going on for the merch. So uh, go ahead and hit us up on the email contact.shift.change.podcast at gmail.com and uh, submit your your guess as to what caliber of ammunition I'm playing with here and we'll send you some some merch or you could hit us up at uh, the Facebook group shift change is it shift change it's shift change podcast right? shift change podcast at facebook.com Facebook. or facebook.com slash slash shift, change, shift podcast. change podcast I should drink a little bit more of this you probably should if you guys are getting us on like Apple podcasts or most of the other podcast platforms that that icon or that um, what do they call it that it's picture a thumbnail that or thumbnail like picture that or? for the podcast yeah that's a logo that I kind of came up with you're welcome yeah, yeah um, that's awesome <laughs> Uh, that thumbnail is the same one that we're using across all of the platforms. We're yep, trying yep, to yep, kind yep, of yep, do yep. some brand recognition. So if you see that logo on Facebook, you'll know it's the right group. The reason I have to point that out is because yeah. shift change apparently is a common thing. But I don't well, think it's like copywritten because you can't copyright no. something as common as that. So the reason we have all these dots and stuff, it's not really common. Um. There's another podcast called... There's a the couple. Shift. Is there? There's a couple. One of them's a bigger th- deal than ours. I think ours. the most recent Shift Change podcast, though, is from a nurse. She seems lovely. She seems like a nice lady. Um, hasn't uploaded since, like, February. Right. And you know what, though? I, I do... I give her credit. I, it seems like her, uh, her topic is talking about, like, leadership and nursing. It's a very noble topic. That's my, awesome. I yeah, know yeah, that. that's I very cool. That. My issue though is you haven't uploaded since like February. I'm not trying to start a war or anything. <laughs> I don't. I think we can live together <laughs> amicably. Get a cease and desist yeah, letters now. Whatever. I'm Get sure she's seat. probably the same thing as us sitting in a studio in my house. Yeah. With a garbage boom mic. Sitting there going, those sons of bitches yeah. just took my name. <laughs> no, you know what? We plugged her. We gave her. We gave her a free plug. We gave her a free yeah. advertisement. I don't know who the... Let me look. Who yeah. are the rest of the shift change? 
There's a couple other ones. I think Is they're there? just similar names. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We went way off topic once again. So. It happens. It will. That'll happen. That will happen. <laughs> what happened here? Someone got a little distracted pulling a repeater. That'll happen. That, that will happen. happen. There are a couple of them. So that was the first time I got crabs. What? <laughs> and, yep. Oh. And demonetized. Oh, that's the trailer. Oh. Oh no, that's that's a Crowder thing. Every time Crowder makes a joke on a show, he goes, oh, "And we're demonetized." And demonetized. Yeah. So. So anyway, what were we gonna talk about tonight? We were gonna talk you about were gonna talk about getting married. Yeah. Uh, best thing I never want to do again. Like, <laughs> best worst decision I ever oh, made. Oh God, yeah. If my wife ever like leaves me, Just, I'm never getting married again. Yeah truck it or just go to vegas or go to a courthouse dude i honestly here's my problem is that when we started planning obviously this whole you know when when i proposed if you'd have said corona i would have said hell yeah throw a lime in there yeah right um and then all of a sudden corona as we started getting closer and closer to the wedding date corona started meeting something completely different to me and not as awesome no no much less awesome and so obviously you know i was supposed to get married in may didn't dude uh so your your wedding was going to be like our anniversary Really? Yeah, almost. What was the date? I know it was close. It was, the original date was like May 16th. Oh, yeah. By a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because I remember right around, because I remember being pissed because I had to work. <laughs> I had taken it off. I remember taking it off. And then as we got closer and closer and the corona stuff was getting worse and worse and I was getting kind of calls from... The, the admin at my agency being like, hey, so, uh, you know, I know, I know. I already put in for it. <laughs> I know Screw you guys. I know it's not a good time, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm assuming you're not actually getting married this weekend? And I'm like, well, no, I, I can't have more than 10 people in a freaking room. Like, no, I'm not getting married this that weekend. That sucks. What? So, oh, that's funny. God, I was pissed. So, <laughs> so they were like, well, you know, uh, we're kind of short-staffed this weekend. So, full disclosure here, uh, a guy that I work with, he's on the opposite crew from me, is in the wedding party. And so this little bastard puts in for <laughs> the weekend off. So I scheduled my wedding, being the good little slave that I am, I scheduled my <laughs> wedding for my weekend off. Right. Of course, you know, completely disregarding one of our prior episodes about, you know, not letting the agency consume your life. <laughs> I, I go and schedule my wedding for my weekend off so it doesn't inconvenience the freaking agency. And, of course, uh, one of my ushers is my, my partner. And um, so he puts in for that day. And, of course, everything kind of sort of fell apart with the corona stuff. And so... My ass gets stuck covering his shift for the day that he took off to be in my goddamn wedding. God, what the f***? Uh, yeah, I spent the whole night driving around, like, white-knuckling the steering wheel. Just, being, <laughs> just cussing. Hating the world. Just, yeah. Oh, I was so Here's mad. Here's your ticket. Yeah. Oh, nice I was, no, you know what? I couldn't. I couldn't run traffic. Oh, I did, I, right. I, well, yeah, there was that, but I specifically did not run traffic that night because I was too angry. <laughs> I couldn't be unbiased. Dude, so <laughs> it was. It was one of those things where 
I would have quit. Well, I did. I, I ended up leaving my job at the time in Colorado a couple of days after that weekend. But I would have ended up leaving like a week or two before. I kind of figured. I kind of figured with everything that was going I mean, we weren't. We were specifically told, like, you will not run traffic. Yeah. Unless you absolutely need to. We were kind of told. We weren't told not to run traffic. I don't want anybody thinking that there's any situation where we're not enforcing the laws. We were still out there. We were enforcing laws. Um, what, just what was happening was, you know, that, that element of officer discretion, we had to weigh the element of, you know, the, the public safety risk that you posed by your driving conduct versus the... Risk of the potential exposure to, you know, potentially coronavirus. Right. And, you know, that I think that sometimes that meant that our proactivity might have gone down a little bit. But we were obviously, because it pissed me off because people started thinking that we weren't doing anything. They thought we weren't out there. They thought we weren't doing track. Oh, the biggest one was you'd go to arrest someone and they'd be like, you can't arrest me, corona. I got that even without corona, though. Yeah, I got that too. But I mean, it was like we'd be we'd be in the middle of you know arresting someone to be like Corona, you can't arrest me, and I'd be like, uh, watch me. Yeah, I believe we, I just did. We sir. can arrest people. It's just you know they didn't they wanted us more more serious offenses. Yeah, but. no. At the beginning stages of coronavirus, where they didn't know how that this was, was going to affect was just, public there was safety, so much unknown. for those two those first two weeks, we were we were straight up told like. Unless they're driving in a manner that will cause injury or death. Yeah, well, and they're not doing traffic. There was Um, so much unknown. So, for like a month, I didn't even feel like a real cop. Yeah, that was finally. I honestly, finally, I got tired of it, and I told my supervisor, who's the motor guy, Mm -hmm. because we had a small agency. They gave him a motorcycle. They gave they gave him a BMW. Like, wow, yeah, it was cool as hell. He's like five foot two or five foot four. He's probably cussing right now mm-hmm. now that he heard that. But uh, he, it, let's be real. Is he listening to this? Is anybody listening no, to this? No, yeah, no, probably not. But he was awesome. Uh, but he was our motor guy. And he's just like, ah, you know, he lived for the ticket. And they told him that unless it was like life threatening, he couldn't pull anybody over. Because we didn't know. We didn't know. How easily it spread, we just knew well, that it spread it very easy. Initial... And so he's he's like ah, and he's pulling hair out of his head. Finally, I'm just like, hey, Sarge, screw this. I need something to do. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? Well, let's party. You and know... we went and we <laughs> we tore it up, dude. I found drugs. Like I was finding <laughs> dope again. Yeah. Oh, well, you know great. what the fun, you know what the funny thing was though. Love like my job. For in those initial first couple weeks of Corona, you know what I was doing, honestly, um, I was doing town security and, and it sounds weird, but it got to a point there where like, it was eerie, like our town, like you nine, 10 o'clock at night, 
there wasn't a soul Died, inside. Yeah, nothing. It was dead. And it was Same like, with ours. we, I was going around to businesses just checking and just making sure. Cause it was like, I was, I, I was, I was ready to find the grocery store. Cause that was when you well, couldn't find food, you couldn't find toilet yeah. paper. You could find, I was waiting to find the door smashed in at the grocery store and a convoy of people just throwing toilet paper out the door. That was what we were doing. That was, so that was when this all started and everybody's buying up toilet paper for mm. whatever stupid for reason. whatever reason. It was like we were told, we were given specific orders, we had to spend our time checking on businesses. Yeah. And was... it was like every 15 minutes we had to check. And we, my agency, my population was some 20,000 people. Mm-hmm. You know, your population is like. A lot smaller, but. Um, way smaller. But so, you know, what we've got, like we're, our town is big on town security and stuff yeah. like that. And so. You know, we, we've kind of got a little bit of a circuit, right? Like, we figured out, like, okay, this is kind of, you know, we drive the circuit, check our businesses, and that's kind of part of your patrol responsibilities at right. night. Um, and I don't think that's a bad thing. No. I, I think that when, you know, if you take that a little too seriously. So long as it's not a routine, though. Right, yeah. Stay but, out of that routine. Then. But part of it is, you know, I know places where that's all they want is they want security guards at night. And I'm sorry, we're, we're cops. That's not, you know... We're here to be cops. I'm perfectly fine with checking businesses and making that a yeah, priority. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with but, that. But, you know, I'm going to do some traffic and get drunks off the road, too. You know? Amen. Yep. And that was the thing. We were specifically told we could, you know, I mean, obviously, like, we still, if we suspected DUI or something, mm-hmm. we were still stopping those. We were mm-hmm. still pulling them over. We took them, in my agency, we took DUIs to jail. Yep. Which is interesting, because down the road... Um, one way and then up the road the other way are two metropolitan areas that had over 100,000 people. Uh, and those specific agencies and counties and municipalities were not. They were doing the ticket. They were doing and, sight and release. Yeah. Release to a sober party. And it's funny because they'd come to my town and they'd get drunk, get behind the wheel, drive, we'd pull them over, Where's throw them in handcuffs, ticket? and they're like, why are you... Where's my ticket? And I'm like, well, that's coming. But not in Kansas anymore, Toto. Yeah, like you're you're still going to jail, and they'd get mad. They would get legit pissed. Yeah, we were taking them to jail. You know what? Ask me if I cared. No, not even a little bit. Yep. I think they, did, you know, you belong in jail. If you're gonna put my citizens at that level of risk, you belong in jail anyway. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, we went eventually, on another. Eventually, I just looked at Sarge and I was like, screw this, I'm done. Like I gotta, I gotta pull somebody over, and I started making traffic stops, and I started getting the excuses too, like, "Well, I didn't think you were pulling people over." No. Well, guess what, princess? <laughs> well, the big thing for us was like we were getting, we were getting the memos from the state police here, being like, "Hey, you know, we're uh, we're finding a lot of serious speeders, like uh, with the in 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 our state, you know, if you, you get made national news, yeah. Well, and if if you are over a certain limit, it's you, it's considered endangering, and it's a it's a misdemeanor. And we were getting a lot of those, and the state, like I said, the state police was sending out memos statewide, being like, "Hey, this is what we're seeing. Like, you guys, is anybody else seeing this? Like, they were finding people doing 20, 30, 40 over the speed limit because they were hearing that cops weren't." doing traffic enforcement which was wrong it was it was misguided on the on the part of the drivers like yeah we were out there obviously obviously we knew this was going on because we were out there catching these people driving this recklessly yeah yeah um 
yeah, it's. I'm, I'm glad it's over, though. I struggle. I personally struggled quite a bit with all the corona stuff. Just, you know, like, I'm, I'm trying to be a cop, but also trying to not expose myself to the corona and having all these new rules. It was just, oh, it was... the policies that were popping yeah. up. We were getting, like, five or six emails a day. Yeah, it was... On the policies that were popping up. And it wasn't even my agency. It was just new stuff mm-hmm. coming from the state. And, and it was it was uncharted territory. It, yeah. it was uncharted territory for everyone, and so I don't fault like the um, the chiefs and sheriffs I, yeah, and stuff no, that were trying to cover our butts. You know, well, and they were getting you know new info in from like the your state's Department of Health or whatever, saying do this, don't do this, do this, don't do that, and they're like, well, right. I guess we got to go with what the, what they say. It lives you on know. surfaces. It doesn't live yeah. on surfaces. Masks are bad. No, now masks are good. No, right. masks are bad again. Like, okay, uh, officers have to wear masks. Oh, actually, they don't have to wear masks anymore. Okay, now they got to wear masks. It was like, what the for hell about are two, we doing? For two days out of that, we were actually, like, we had to wear our masks in while driving in our cars. What? Yeah. By yourself? Like, no shit. That's yeah, um, absurd. At, yeah, and ask me if I did that. Well... But, yes, Chief, I wore my mask yeah, totally. in my he car. He's retired. Yeah. He doesn't care anymore either. Um, but, yeah, no, I it didn't. I, you know, I didn't. We had to wear our masks, though, when we did, you know, we got out of the car anytime we talked to somebody. Um, oh, I ran, what did I go to? I went to a domestic that was, like, active, and it was actively violent. And yeah. I, I, like, I, I didn't get yelled at because my supervisor was awesome, but I got kind of got pulled aside a little bit. I was like, hey, you weren't wearing your mask. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, there's a reason. Like, I had to I fight the victim busy. and everything. And I don't know, I was busy <sighs> being a cop, so. Yeah, no, so, but, like, we would get into a little bit of trouble, because, well, I would get into a little bit of trouble, because I wasn't wearing my mask as often as I should. I wore it when I thought, when I remembered to. I'll put it like yeah. that. But, you know, with the, Dude, you know when I wear masks? Like what right, right now, yeah. No, you know when I wear my mask, like working, when I go to medicals. Otherwise, like yeah, I don't like yeah, and I don't, and I'll listen to the call out, and I don't even yeah, like medical. medical I'm still call. sorting medicals out, like you know, it's kind of it's still kind of unclear as to what kind of calls we're supposed to be going to and whatnot, and so. I, uh, if it's a medical and it doesn't sound like it's health or, you know, flu-like symptoms or whatever, then yeah, I'll go. Um, you know, we had one the other night where they were requesting us there, so it's like, well, I mean, I, I kind of got to go. Well, you got to go. I don't those. know what yeah, they're dealing not, with, you yeah, know. That's a, that's just, I was going to say officer safety. That's uh, an a EMS, EMS safety. Well, the funny thing was they weren't even, it wasn't, Same difference. It wasn't even that, it was they needed help finding the place, but. You know what dispatch is for? Well, because I've done that. I'd be like, uh, well, the funny dispatch, thing is, dispatch. I have no idea where the hell I'm going. Can you assist me? Well, with and this? the funny thing is, like, um, it's off the main road, Zach. I kind of had, well, <laughs> I kind of had one of those moments. You know, like, uh, in, um, <laughs> you ever heard, you know, that like that when like the senior guy or the sergeant like keys up and he goes, hey, you got to go down this road and bang a left here and turn right <laughs> here and it'll be on your left, you know? And it was kind of funny because the EMS keys up and they're like, uh, is PD here? Like we're having trouble finding it. And I was kind of like, uh, 
dispatch, what's the address again? And they rattle it off. And I was like, all right, you got to go down this road and take that out to the end and bang a right onto this road and bang a left onto that road to be on the left side of the road. (laughs) And I wasn't even at the call. It was just funny. That's funny. No, our our fire and EMS guys all went to medical calls together. If I was in the area and it was bad, I'd go, but... Unless I was specifically asked. If it was uh, anybody who was unresponsive. Oh, yeah. I'd unresponsive, chest pain, yep. difficulty breathing. I'm Cardiac going to those. Issues. Do I, you guys carry AEDs? Yes. It's yeah. actually a state law here. Is it? We have okay. to carry AEDs. I don't know if it is in yeah. my old state or not. Um, I'd assume it is, but. You know, I, with my medical training, you know, I don't know how many of you guys know, I, I am technically still an EMT. I'm going to re-up this year. I don't yeah. know if I'm going to keep doing it after that. I just... You I like. Well, here's my here's the thing. It's great for my line of work, being in law enforcement. Um, I like being... I like the EMS end of things, but I don't like working on agency or ambulance services um, for the specific reason of... I hate doing ambulance transfers. I understand there <laughs> I understand there are necessary evil in EMS. Um, people gotta go places and ambulances need to take them there. But my issue is that I spent all this time and energy getting my EMT and I have another job. Like I have a real I don't want to say a real job. I have a full time job that is working in law enforcement and I did not get my EMT to be doing, you know, six hour Inter, you know, facility transfers on an ambulance. Right. Um, I don't think I would. If there was an ambulance company out there where I could, you know, cover call just to help out with in town nine one ones, and they could guarantee me I'd never have to go on another transfer, I'd help out. But for now, I, it's just not. It's not my thing. I just, I kind of lost. I don't know. I lost the the drive for it. Um, wow. So we went on like a half hour rampage. Again, completely neglected to talk about what we were going to talk about. What are we talking about, Zach? Your wedding, wasn't it? Oh, that's right. Well, if you how you freaking know. amazing America is, and yes, that's that one's how true. awesome your weekend was this Fourth of July. <sighs> Don't get me started. I had to work. I had to work this last weekend. Um. Yeah. Myself. So nine one one. I. There's gunshots down know, the road. I know. Look, I was it in was the... It was a 45 because I was in the military. I was I in know. the army and that was a like high-powered rifle. Yeah, I know what gunshots. Dude, if I had a dollar Meanwhile, for Meanwhile, a 12-year-old is cracking off freaking black cat fireworks. Dude, if I had a dollar for every time I get a call for like a shots fired on 4th of July and you roll up and it's freaking... It's, so, it's a bottle yeah, rocket dude. or something. Um, there's a point where we, my shift got together and was like, should we just stop responding to fire? Like if we get the call and we saw the burst in the air and it's in that area, drive through and then clear it. Yeah. And that's what we were doing. That's what because I was doing. So like, it's illegal in Colorado. You yeah. can't have those. It's illegal here too. But, but you know what? It's the 4th of July and I'm on by myself. And so. well, not, well, I had like three other dudes with me. But, you know what? It's 4th of July. Symbolism. Mm-hmm. Like, know America. your freaking history of your, the most amazing. The Rockets Red Glare, baby. Country in the world and how it started. 
Like, we are the greatest country in, in, in the world, contrary to popular belief at the moment. There's a specific way this country was founded. And, um, yeah, I'm sorry, but I was not, I wasn't stopping people shooting off fireworks. If it was, you know, if like, 2 o'clock in the morning. If you're being reckless or dangerous or something like well, that. Yeah, or, if shooting, like, or if it's 2, 2 a.m. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah then, then we'd have a conversation. Yeah. But, dude, don't, yeah, I'm one of those people. Like, don't and, call like, me for that crap. I, dude, I tried I, so hard, I tried so hard to be cool about it. Like, you know, I took, I took some people's fireworks. No. Um... I never. I, I took. I took some people's fireworks. Uh, I don't think I. I didn't cite anybody. No. I just. I don't know what a fireworks ticket looks like. I so I never took. What I would do is I generally to solve the problem is I'd strike a deal with them. Like this is your grand finale. You mm-hmm. have five minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, Go. I felt bad. I had one where you know it was called in. And it was called in as illegal fireworks, or the the implication At that I that, got that I part. got from the dispatch. No, it wasn't directly said like illegal fireworks, but it was the implication was that they were illegal. So I roll up. There's a bunch well, of I can see a, them over the trees. There's a bunch of little kids, not little, but you know, like younger teens, lighting legal fireworks in a parking lot. Right. I rolled up. Hey guys, how's it going? Oh, you know, we just light fireworks. Cool, happy Alright, cool. Hey, so you know, it's you know, it's ten thirty, almost eleven. Just you know, wrap it up. Oh, we only got a couple left. Alright, cool. Happy, cool. happy fourth. Peace out. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Be safe. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, uh-uh. uh. And there were. Oh my gosh. And I there's a Facebook page about that. Like there's a private page that I pay attention to where all the like criminals get together from that county, and they were bitching about it. Wow, there are fireworks and they're illegal. Yeah, well, God bless America. It's called discretion, and I'm a freaking patriot. I guess. So. <laughs> I guess. I guess fireworks aren't quite as bad as meth. So, you know, so <laughs> right. that. Well, according to them. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, what uh, now that we're almost forty minutes into this episode? What the hell were we talking about? I do. Oh, okay. We started right. talking about you getting married like six yeah. times now. So, tonight's episode of the Shift Change Podcast brought to you in part by Crown Apple. Thank you very much. We're drinking it, but they ain't paying us for it. <laughs> Yet. 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 Dude, this is such Dude. a shit show, they better. They better. <laughs> it's, their, it's basically their fault. <laughs> oh, it's, it's entirely their fault. It's entirely their That and this program. It, you know what? Crown Apple goes down smooth, doesn't always go out smooth. What? 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 I was trying to come up with a catchphrase for Crown. I don't know if they would approve of that catchphrase. I don't care. It's really good. (laughs) It is good. Yeah, Kyle Kyle busts out a friggin' bag of Crown, and I'm like, well, what the hell is this? (laughs) Do I need a search warrant? Do I need a search warrant right now? Like, this just got... Is a Crown bag? This just got interesting. Can we... Can we, like, quit beating around the bush and just say that... a crown royal bag is basically probable cause. Ah, uh, basically probable cause. <laughs> I just want like someday, some officer is gonna take the time to go through every single one of their like vehicle searches where they've found drugs in a crown bag, and document that in like a search warrant or or a, a, a criminal complaint. Become verified and, as an expert dude, witness. Dude, we are going to make case law that says that Crown Royal bags are uh, 
I would say at least reasonable suspicion to expand. <laughs> um, I've already used it. Yeah, no, I, I walk up, so we have canine on my shift, and I'll call him and be like, hey, canine, bro, you, you know, come out here. Come out to the, you're going to want to come out to this stop. I'm going to need, you know, boot. And, uh, boot will get out there, and... <laughs> well, your dog's name was Boot? Oh, yeah, he was awesome. Dude, Dude, all of our dogs are, like, named after Greek gods. <laughs> and yours is Boot? Boot. Boot, Merlin, and Duke. And they were... Duke's okay. And Duke is okay. Merlin, Merlin's a good dog now that he's got a good handler, uh, which, coincidentally, was the handler that had Boot until that changed, which is cool. Um, that was a fucking rabbit hole. Um... <laughs> I know. Sorry, bro. <laughs> well, everybody gets one. Yeah, everybody gets one. Um, anyway, it's just a shit show for another day. So I don't know. By the way, guys, I don't know how the podcast rating system works, but we're kind of just going off of the uh, what an EMR MRB rating system or whatever E-M-R-B. the hell it's called. EMRB. Yeah. I think it's so. One of the, for everybody games. Everybody every every gets every one. movie gets one f bomb. <laughs> so we're going so, off of that. So I'll call him up, hey, like, hey, bring Boot out. I found a Crown Royal bag. And he'd be like, yeah, copy that. I'm on my way, bro. And he'll get there, and I'll be like, okay, this is what I got. I got a Crown Royal bag that's kind of partially hidden under the freaking driver's seat. And furtive movements. Oh, cool, okay. Hey, buddy, hop out of the car for a sec. Come talk to me. Why? Because I said so. Like, and then, yeah, we run Boot, or we run Merlin, or we run Duke, and always. And the first place... If I didn't have K9 on, you know, hey man, you got anything in the car? Can I search your car? Yeah, cool. Hop out from your brother. And the first thing I do, because, you know, if it's a consent to search, they can revoke that consent yeah. immediately if they well, want to. Well, so that's why you gotta, first find, thing you grab you gotta find that probable cause so that they can't <laughs> revoke it. It's like, okay, so I asked because there's a Con Royal bag and everybody knows, everybody and their mom knows that's where you hide. Your pipes, right? You mean, so you mean your your bottle of Crown? Yeah, totally. So this guy busts out his uh, Crown Royal bag, and I'm like, "What is going on? This just got weird." And uh, pulls out a bottle. I'm like, "What the hell is that?" He's like, "Dude, it's, it's Crown Royal." I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. So yeah, and it's apple, and it's delicious. It is delicious. Dangerously so. It is good. It is good. It's very smooth. Oh. It's good. It's really good. I'm glad you turned me on to this. So yeah, it's not bad. Is it better than? Uh, yes. What was the other one? I told you you, you got what? Uh, Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark. Is that's that, good stuff. That's good stuff too. But that's that's uh, dangerous. That's. I had three fingers of that, and I was like, cool. yeah, I was playing game my video games all night because I have no life and nothing mm-hmm. better to do, and I get up. I was like, this is nothing, right? Got up to go take a leak. Damn near fell under the couch. Yeah, that'll happen. Damn near. You gotta fell watch. You gotta watch out. Cause that maker's mark will sneak up on oh, you. Oh god. Yeah, hit you right in the back of the head. Oh god, like a. Nah. Brick. <laughs> like a lead brick. Yup. Just <laughs> bam. Yeah. So. Uh, so anyway, I, um, I, gave, I gave. So I've got a bottle of maker's mark still, and uh, the current city, small city, very small city that I live in. Uh, my in-laws are really good friends with the mayor. Mm-hmm. He's a good dude, really good dude. And I was like, "Here, try you know, try some of this." And he goes, "You know, 
takes a sip. He goes, that's dangerously good. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, buddy. So, yeah. I should have. It ain't cheap. No. It ain't cheap, but it's good. <laughs> Holy crap. I bought a pint, just a small pint of that. Yep. My wife calls me. What the hell? <laughs> the hell did you just what did spend you spend? Yeah, twenty dollars at the liquor store. On. <laughs> did yeah. you buy a beer? How much beer did you buy? Jesus. Yeah, no, one little bottle. Yeah, it's good though. It's lasted a while. <laughs> I take a couple of sips out of it every once in a while. <laughs> My trailer trash ass will get out of the bottle. Uh, so anyway, the topic for tonight's episode is Kyle is getting married. Kyle's getting married. Kyle Yay. is getting. Yeah, Kyle's getting married. Why? <sighs> I don't know. Government's got to get its money too, yeah, I guess. What, uh, what's it like? Uh, marriage? Yeah. Uh, you know the shit show that you're dealing with right now? Yeah. Yeah, it continues forever. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, you know what? That's good. I, uh. Then you have some kids and it just gets worse. Dude, you don't even know yet. So when are you gonna pop out little nephews for me? Dude, I let's 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 pull off the freaking <laughs> wedding first. <laughs> we'll okay. go from there. That'll be a freaking miracle. The damn Corona and yeah, that sucks. Yeah, dude. you guys don't even know. Like we, I was, we were supposed to get married in May, May and then happened. Like the you guys were gonna happened. get married. You guys were gonna get married like the day after my yep. anniversary, which. Pretty you know, cool. But then... Uh, I worked uh, that weekend. It was all good. <laughs> you know, we were... Well, so... I mean, I didn't do anything, but I worked So, like, weekend. all the all the corona stuff started in March. And initially, of course, the great big lie was two weeks. Two weeks to stop the spread. Was yeah. The big well... Thing, right? And you know what? When it initially happened, I was totally like, you know what? We don't know what it is. We don't know how bad it is. We don't know how contagious it is. I'm down with two weeks. Like, we'll, we'll shut everything down. We'll figure out what's going on. If this is some terrible, horrible virus, like, let's take our two weeks and we'll deal with it. After two weeks went by and there weren't, you know, the, the bodies in the streets like they said it was going to be, I said, well, what are we doing? And then it was, well, we need another two weeks. And I was kind of hesitant. And I was like, right. eh. Then all of a sudden it was, you know, well, you know, we're, we maybe we might not even open school's back up in the fall and we might have everything shut down until june july maybe even august and i was like no no we yeah no, no we didn't sign up for that. That, issue. that wasn't part of the agreement here uh my city it didn't make national news but it made like statewide news they actually protested downtown all those because we didn't have big big stores like we had a walmart and that was it everything else was local businesses and they were, we, we sh- completely, I shouldn't say we, I had no part of it. I didn't want any part of it. And I purposely, like, took calls on the other end of town when they started protesting. We actually, our, our city, small businesses started protesting this stuff. Well, and it was, you know, I don't, I felt like we, as a whole, we were kind of, I don't want maybe left out of the loop or maybe not wholly informed as to what the plan was and then you know because i think they knew if they'd have told us in march hey we're gonna be locked down until you know mid mid to late june uh people would not have been on board with that so the whole it felt very deceitful 
Yeah. And that was one of the big things that I had an issue with. But regardless of that, you know, it totally screwed our wedding over. And um, so we were kind of playing this game of, you know, hurry up and wait for our wedding. And finally we were like, well, we can't, we can't have this wedding in May. Like nobody's going to come. It's not going to happen. The venues wouldn't let us have people there. The church was like, well, you can only have 10 people. And I was like, that's not even the wedding party. Right. Which is also a huge, mm, never Mm -hmm. mind. Yeah. Well, it's a whole nother issue. Hello, first amendment. Just saying. Yeah. Um, so we ended up making the very difficult decision to push it back until July, and then June came along, and we were like, you know, what are we going to do in July? Because it was not showing too many signs of letting up. Yeah, this isn't... The lockdowns think, and everything. Well, now they're talking, there's a second wave. Right. Well, the problem is, and we knew this second wave was going to come, and I think there's some political motivations going on here i think some is the wrong word i think there's a, there's lot, a lot of, of political, political motivations. motivations regardless of what side of the aisle you're on there I are people that are using this for political games for, yeah and that's what irritates me because i think the majority of america i think the 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 powers that be do not give your everyday americans enough credit we are very willing to bend and flex to what the current needs are and if you'd have been outright and direct with us in the beginning i think a lot of americans would have said you know what this isn't cool this isn't convenient but we get it and we're on board but then all of a sudden the narrative kept changing the facts kept changing and the timeline kept getting extended and nobody knew what was going on we didn't know what kind of plans we could make we didn't know anything and then all of a sudden it kept becoming politicized and it was, if you agree with lockdowns, you're on this side of the yep. political aisle. And if you disagree, you're on that side of the political aisle. Yep. And then you want, if you disagree, you want grandma to die. And it was yeah, like, the fuck? Yeah. It was like, it was like, what the hell? Like, no, we're not. Nobody's advocating that grandma dies. Right. Nobody wants anybody to die. Nobody wants anybody to get hurt. But you know what I do want? I want my small businesses to be able to put food on their kids. I want my community to be able to thrive. And and you know what? If that means that, hey, we need to tweak some things or certain businesses need to stay locked down, okay, but it has to make sense to people. Right. It has to make sense. And when we're postponing our wedding based on questionable facts with a political narrative it gets to be very upsetting and we finally got to the point where it was like you know what things are opening up it looks like it's not that bad we need to have our wedding we're not gonna because say we push it back next year and what what happens when it's covid 20 next year oh yeah well it's just a piece of paper in my opinion i don't think well, the government should have anything to do with marriage well i absolutely that's and that's kinda... you know that's another thing like um, people i i wrote an entire paper on this for my bachelor's degree when people uh on on marriage and and my issue like with the the obergefell decision like people say like people want to say that i'm anti-gay marriage which i'm absolutely not i'm anti-government involvement in right. marriage. i mean come on if 
if two dudes want to get married and be as miserable as everybody else, Godspeed. I right? don't care. Amen. God bless America. That's cool. At least we're not throat now. But you know the but the flip side of that is the church. You know, uh, any the church should have the right to say, "Hey, we disagree with this." You yeah, know, you can go get married somewhere else. Not every church disagrees with it. Not no, every, and, and that's exactly it. If you, you find know. a church that agrees and wants to do the wedding, Godspeed. I don't like nobody's saying you. We don't want you to get married. I just, I don't. We we're going off on a tangent here. Complete but, side yeah. note. Yeah. So anyway, we, you're getting married. Yay. Yeah, yeah. So we finally uh, got to the point in June where it was like we were very frustrated, and we just said, you know what, we're having the wedding. We're taking precautions. We're limiting the capacity. We're doing the whole spacing thing. Um, the vulnerable populations. Where we've made some accommodations for that. Cool. Yep. Good. Um, my grandparents are going to be up in the front. They're getting escorted through a side door. Like, they're not going to be around oh, okay. people. We're encouraging masks. We're encouraging hand sanitizer. Like, we're doing the best that we can. Good. But at the end of the day, I refuse to let this um, this virus dictate our lives. And well, you know, and so I was watching the news today, and they said something about how the math actually... Comes out to a 15% death rate. That's not. And I wondered. Like, I'm like, what is that guy? What kind of math? That must be that common core. Yeah. That he's doing that sideways math. Because uh, it doesn't. It really. Because I did. The, after that, I was like, wait a minute. And I got the Google Foo going. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, no, it's still low. Like, like barely two percent. Like, no, I don't even think it's that. I, it's not quite two percent, but it's getting. It's right in there, and that's period over the entire United States, and that's with, you know, all the stupid nonsense happening well, with different governors. And but, part know. well, and that's just it. You know, when you hear the stories of people dying from very, very obviously different causes of death yeah getting labeled as covid gets deaths friggin and i don't want a car accident gets shot through yeah. the windshield Into lands a in a river dies yeah. and happens to test positive corona, for covid yeah, so. and it's like well and you know i don't i hate the fact that i i sound all conspiratorial and everything the but problem it's like, is is that it's the there's enough it's fact been, there's enough fact to make me sit here and go well it sounds plausible yeah and that's everybody yeah. Everybody acknowledges that that's happening. Yeah. Everybody does. So anyway, we're still... That wasn't the point that I wanted for this episode to be. The point it's that I wanted really to make... frustrating, The though. point that I wanted to make for this episode was the fact that I'm getting married this week, and I'm terrified. Don't be terrified. <laughs> I'm as not one, scared. No, that's the thing. married guy to <laughs> another soon-to-be-married guy... I know that they say, like, oh, everything changes, and you're married, no, now she's going to fart in front of you and stuff. Oh, nothing, I don't have to worry about that. Nothing. Nothing changes. What nothing was, changes. What was My that? wife hates me overtly now. Like, instead of it being <laughs> under the table, it's above me. Like, yeah. she, she doesn't turn her back when she's trying to poison my food anymore. <laughs> Um, no, well, no, it's, it really, nothing has changed. And you know what the funny thing is? That I know, deep down, I know nothing's going to change. I know. Like... I think the only thing is that really I we so we we live together we've lived together for a while Um, I try and be traditional but out of necessity and practicality we we moved in it's too expensive it is Um, you know and when I moved to this town uh, we were together 
and we were looking to buy a house and we said like, hey, we can either rent a place and add a bunch of extra steps into the process or we can live together. Buy we can a buy a we can buy a house yeah. and then once we get married, we don't have to go through this process right. again. And so we ended up doing that. And but the thing is, like, you know, I don't I know the more traditional people will say, Well, you shouldn't live together, blah blah blah. Um Well, welcome to twenty twenty, dude. Right. Um, the only thing I will say, the little, little married guy advice, is just continue to date your wife. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. You hear that everywhere. That's 100% true. And that's advice I need to take from time to time, too. Mm-hmm. Don't let finances get in the way. Mm-hmm. Don't let, well, I worked all week get in the way. Continue yeah. to date your wife. Continue to try to you know impress her because yeah. every single day is a new day. But yeah, I and that, you know, dude, I should put that in the, I should put that in the speech. <laughs> you're not supposed to tell me your speech before dude, you I give it. Put... Like you're supposed to just give the speech and then <laughs> I'm, I find out, you know. And I just hope you don't embarrass me too oh, badly, buddy. Oh boy. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I think I'm more worried about all the little details and putting it together and making it happen, getting my whole family together. Like that's what worries yeah, me. Once it's over, it'll, once you get to the day and then you all say, I do. And it's yeah. just everything. All of a sudden doesn't matter anymore. Like nothing, nothing about it matters. Yeah. Like it's a big deal all the way up until the I do's. And then all of a sudden it's like, none of that actually mattered. It's all about this moment. As long as she feels, you know, pretty, well, and that was that dress, was the big which thing. I'm sure she will be. That was the big thing, is yeah. because we, you know, we talked about like with all this this Rona stuff. We were like, well, what if we just go to the courthouse, or if we just have a small group in the church, whatever. But here's the thing, like this what the we church. Do. The thing for me is Don't the church. Yeah, the church is. It's the church that my parents got married in, and right. you know, it's a big deal. Those of you guys that aren't you know familiar with us, like my parents are not around. They died when I was younger. And it's part of it is, you know, they can't be there for the actual wedding. So maybe just a small part of me kind of says like, well, if if we can do it in the same church, I I don't know. But so that was a big deal for me. And for her, it's I just don't want her because I think she was kind of she was saying like, well, just do, you know, let's just do a small thing. But I think that, you know, five, ten years down the road, she would have regretted not having that big, you know, all the fanfare. Yo, and the, I the agree. Production. I, I think so, too. If I, yeah. And no. even, you know, like your deal, what you guys got, you guys only just, you did the small thing just for paperwork, right? And so, then, and yeah. And then you well, came did, out here and did an actual Yeah, wedding. so my entire family is out here. Yeah, and hers was, is, too. Yeah, and so was hers. Yeah, our entire family. And, and honestly, the only reason why we didn't go to Vegas is because I would be buried in an unmarked grave in my grandmother's yard. If she wasn't. Had we just gone to Vegas and eloped. Yeah. So what we actually did, because the, um, the and this is, this is why I have a problem with the government being involved in, in weddings. Because... Honestly, like mainly, here's the deal. It's fine. Here's the deal. In the state that I got married in, like legally, and that's with the big quotation, air quotation marks that I'm doing with my hands, legally, it costs us 
30 bucks. Yeah. 30 bucks. In the state that we're in now, do, and you could probably, oh, yeah. you'll know better than I do, it's at least $100 more. No, yeah, well, and we... And that's, we spend, well, that's we're the not, funny thing. I was like, I am not, for this, for a document, for the the government to say these guys are married. Now, I don't care if the government knows it. I, that's between well, me, my wife, and God. Well, we, we spent, we spent $100 to get 75 bucks off our wedding license. Because, you know, here, like, you know, you gotta, it's, our, the wedding licenses are, like, stupid expensive, but if you do the, like, marital prep class or whatever you get like you get like a chunk of money off but so we spent i think i think it was maybe 100 or 150 maybe it was like 120 bucks to take this like weekend marriage prep class to get you know 100 bucks off the wedding license it is what it is it's not ridiculous i can't say that that's ridiculous because we didn't do that Mm -hmm. You know, I good idea. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about the prep class that I I found useful. It sparked conversation with us for things that we never talked about. Right. Um, It's probably good. It wasn't things we were intentionally not talking about. It was just topics that just just never came up. up. Yeah. You know, things talking about like uh, the division of labor in the house. You know, Um, we never talked about like who who we expected to do what, you know, and then through our right. conversations, we kind of agreed like, well, you know, um, I, I'm, I think we're pretty fair. Like we try and just do things as they come up. I don't expect her to do things. She doesn't expect me to do things. But at the end of the day, um, I don't like having dishes laying around, so I will do the dishes more often, but she knows that I cannot stand folding laundry, so she folds the laundry. (laughs) I hate doing it. I will, I will die a thousand deaths before I do the damn dishes. Yeah. (laughs) I, and like, I don't know But that's my thing. It's my pet peeve is that I hate having dishes laying around, and she's not exactly the greatest about doing dishes, so... I'll do the dishes a little bit begrudgingly, but I know I don't make a big stink out of it because I know that I would be caught dead, or I wouldn't be caught dead folding clothes. I don't like it. I'm not good at it. It's tedious, and I hate doing it. She does it. I don't complain about the dishes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, we didn't do anything like that. We went to the local, we, dude, we went to the DMV. Yeah, we went to a DMV. You got your marriage little, license at the yeah, DMV. Yeah, we got our marriage license. We got married at the DMV. Who was your? Clapped. Did you guys have witnesses? Um, so because I was thinking about that when we were doing ours, because they were the the priest was like, "Well, you know, you got to have your witnesses. It's usually the best man and the maid of honor." And I was like, "Wait a minute, I was a best man one time, and I didn't sign any paperwork." Yeah, no, that's because we didn't do it in this state. With that, that was purely show. Yeah, that was for oh, grandma, oh. grandpa. Um, no, our witness was the lady who did it, the, and the, then the judge had to, yeah, a judge had to sign off on it, but, so we got a little, here's your copy for, you know, whatever yeah. insurance you need to do, which is really the only reason why you get married on, legally married anyway. For life anyways. insurance. <laughs> for so life insurance. So she can poison you and then can, collect yeah, the money. Yeah. Get the house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay. But. Let's, let's tie That was the, that state, though, and, yeah, it. It was easy. And then, yeah, we came home, and, you know, my buddy officiated, you know, one of my, yeah. my mentor, I don't know if you, rem- you yeah, remember yeah. him, uh, big influence in my life, ethics teacher, which is awesome, an ethics professor at, like, the U of M. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, uh, yeah, he officiated it, and he was he was a police officer and a canine guy, so uh, I was his roommate. I used to basically work with the guy before going off and doing my own thing uh, with the army. And then, um, yeah, it was all it was in the you know this really nice backyard of my in laws' house, which was really nice. Yeah. Um, I think, dude, I think we got tables and chairs from. Cause I was in the guard, I was in the National Guard. I'm pretty sure we got tailed. Like I got the snag from, from the armory. Yeah, I got the hookup yeah. from my armory and yeah. everything. So yeah, so basically that was that was how we did our way. We were married like three weeks or two. No, it had to have been longer. Three or four weeks, like a month before she came home or before we got married. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. Out in the backyard, well, and, so. you know, and so okay, so. Tying into our kind of police thing, though, I wanted to kind of take a minute to talk about the challenges of being married in law enforcement because it's almost like, you know, as a law enforcement spouse, you're almost married to the job. You're you're married to the officer and you're also married to the job. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's weird because I don't think there's too many other professions that are like that. Um, which is why, you know, I would almost say, I wouldn't recommend that people live together before they're married. That's a choice you got to make and, you know, kind of deal with your, the religious aspects of that. But one thing I will point out though, is that when, like we were living together, you know, obviously prior to being married and it was almost like it was a, it was kind of a sneak peek of what, what the life is like. And I almost feel like it would not have been fair to her to be like, you know, okay, well, we're living separate and now we're married. And so this is what it's like. And I'm going to be gone all the time and I'm going to be working nights. And, you know, uh, sometimes we'll be sitting on the couch watching a movie, enjoying some time together. And I'm, my phone might ring and I'm going to disappear for four hours. And Yeah, and not, you know text her constantly yeah i might not be able to text you or talk to you while i'm at work or or the the constant like uh she calls me while i'm working and then just out of nowhere i gotta go by and like hang up and yep. like you know it's this is what it is so know. um my wife and i do not com- okay my wife and i while i am on duty on shift at work my wife does not she might text me, mm-hmm. knowing that it's one of those things that um, I don't have to. May not like, text her. Back, text her yeah. back for a little bit because I'm, you know, um, doing traffic or whatever. Um, she does not call. If my wife is calling, and you drop everything, it's an emergency. Yeah. Um, and that's and there and and I've worked with people where it's like, dude, you need to put your damn phone down. <laughs> like your wife has yeah. called you three different times now. Yeah. Uh, in the last five minutes, like, dude, I think that's, um, you know, I, I don't think that's got any place on patrol. Well, and it's I've, good, I've, it's good knowing the life though, because I don't think like when I got married to my wife, I wasn't a cop yet. Yeah. Um, do you think she didn't know what she was signing up for? I think she knew, how do I say this? She knew what she was signing up for, but I don't think she realized that. Ex- like exactly the extent what she was, of it. Yeah. yeah, she knew what she was getting into as much as I knew what mm-hmm. I was getting into. But there's an education in FTO. 
you know, you get you get educated on the ways of the world, yep. especially in law enforcement. And that's and something, you know, we brought up in the in the EDC episode when I kind of, sometimes I do feel guilty that, like, you know, she kind of lived this o- almost gullible kind of life where, you know, everything's rainbows and butterflies, and then I had right. to kind of come in there and be like, oh, like, the world hey, yeah, is... yeah, sometimes the yeah. world is shit. Yeah. And we deal with 90% of it. Yeah. Uh, that's 90% of what we do. Yeah. And now, hey, welcome to... Welcome aboard. Yeah. Also, it's you almost, didn't... It's also, almost you unfair. Didn't, yeah, because you didn't get any of the training, and you didn't ask for this. You yeah. You didn't ask for this uh, uh, lifestyle. We asked for it, but, you know, you yeah, you, you asked for it when you wanted to be a part of our lives, but you, I don't think too many of them really knew what they were signing up for. I mean, like, they, I think they knew that, you know, it was, okay, this is, yeah, he's a police officer, it's gonna be a little different, but I don't think they knew it was gonna be, you know, phone calls in the middle of the night, or, you know, being gone all night, or not being able to yeah, answer text messages while we're at work. Or, right, and yeah, like I said, my wife doesn't call unless there's an emergency, and she might text like, if I'm on Graves or something, she might text me, hey, good night, or, you know, yeah. little guy misses you, yeah, uh, or whatever. Not yeah, but it's kind, of expected. Am, but it's kind of expected but that it's not, I don't they think, may not get a reply. Yeah, like, I think one of the biggest struggles that she has had is this whole George Floyd thing. Oh, yeah. Like she's, she's scared. She, she and I, I don't think it's just her, it's the entire family. And that's yeah. something that I think a lot of, like, I never thought about, like, how my entire extended family thought about me being a cop. I was helping my sister move, um, like, a couple weeks ago, and my dad came up to me and was like, hey, yeah. post office is hired, you know, like, yeah. you should do that. And I'm like, you know, I, I like what I do. And he's well, like, you uh-huh. Know, I'm yeah, not, I'm okay. not. I'm not gonna pretend that the thought hasn't popped into my head. Like, hey, what the? You know, can I? Is there something else that I'm able to do? I mean, it's not that I don't. It's not that I don't want to do this job. It's just that this these last this last month or so it's been is a very really, trying. It's, it's really kind of left me looking, reflecting, being like, I, I don't. You know, I, I want to do this, but I feel like I feel like people don't want me to do this and it's like i just i'm wondering if it's worth it you know yeah so it is it's still worth it yeah the people the people that are the loudest about all this they're the minority they don't they don't want you to continue doing this because they don't want to go to jail yeah, honestly, I, I, I get it's it. because it's just... they're tired of good cops catching them. Yeah, like, these are all criminals. The same, the 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 politicians that want to defund the police want to completely get rid of law enforcement. It's not like I love this job. I love the people that I serve uh, enough that you know I I'm willing to put myself in danger for them. I was telling. I was telling that story earlier today. It's a you know a story that I can't cont- you know tell on the podcast because it's it's still a uh, you know it's still a I think it's still an investigation or it's still uh, that gentleman hasn't thing. gone to yeah. court yet, so I can't really talk about that yet. Not that I had much to do with it, um, but you know I've found that a lot of a lot of the noise that we're hearing are people who 
don't appreciate law enforcement or won't appreciate law enforcement till somebody kicks down their door. Yeah, so. but you know, my problem though is we've got, and maybe we're just in a pretty we're in a funky year though. Too. Well, and maybe just the area that I'm in, it's maybe more of a left leaning town, and I don't mean to ascribe. Um, political affiliations to these things but the fact of the matter is that there's one political party that seems to be a lot warmer toward being anti-law enforcement and libertarians no well yeah but i mean well that's don't get me started because i i used to have i used to i I would say that i aligned with the libertarians but after a while they're they're anti blatantly anti-law enforcement stuff is like you know we don't I understand if you have arguments against gun laws and, and or specific re- re- regulations by the federal government, that's something we can have a conversation about. But when your when your argument is just general anti law enforcement from a, a libertarian type of perspective, I I can't. There's not there's no a, place that we can start yeah, off. From, I have a you know? really really good friend, a real like I've been in the shit with him. Like mm-hmm. I he he was he was a really good friend. And it blew my mind when he told me, like, police departments, and he's not, he's not a part of the BLM, he's not a part of the radical left, he's not, he doesn't approve of any of this nonsense going on, he's hardcore libertarian, told me straight out, he's like, I think law, I think police departments get too much money already, and that, you know, and this was before the whole defund the police BS came Mm -hmm. out after George Floyd, he's like, if you guys can't figure out what you're doing um, with the money that you get from the citizens, you know, because taxation is theft is where he's coming mm, from. Okay. Um, you know, then you guys suck at your job and you should do something else. Well, and you know, and, and like, that, but there's my, there's my thing though. that a lot of this because, stuff is perishable skill. But, but there's, there's my thing though, is, you know, if you want to have a conversation about your tax rates, that's, that's something we can have a conversation about. And maybe I would agree that, Hey, you might be getting taxed too high, or maybe we can agree that the things that your tax money are going toward are things that we both disagree with. But at the end of the day, unless you want full on anarchy, you have to at least see the point that, uh, law enforcement serves the purpose of protecting your rights uh, against infringement from other citizens. And even the most libertarian people out there will, will see the point that, um, you know, the purpose, one of the legitimate purposes of government is to protect your rights from other, from, you know, being violation from other people. And right. that is what law enforcement does. So even my, my, my belief before was that, uh, even the libertarians should support law enforcement because we protected your God-given rights against infringement or from infringement from other people. Right. Now, I, I had to step away from the libertarian party because I had such issues with their anti-law enforcement um, perspective because I, they I lumped it all. The, with, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt. I can't do the whole anti-law enforcement thing. I'm sorry, but I can't do the whole... Um, I can't do the whole uh, drug war thing either. They want to end the drug war. Well, it just doesn't work. Again, I think it depends on how extreme you want to be in your beliefs. Because if you want to have a conversation about the effectiveness of the drug war, that's something we can sit and talk about. But I I think... I think, the I think I, we still need to stop. We stop still need to stop drugs from being war. imported into the country, and that's fine. 
but when you say, oh, we need to legalize all drugs, mm, that's not a that's not a platform Colorado's, that I agree with. Colorado's kind of trying to do that. They've uh, decriminalized shrooms. Well, a lot of states have, in a de facto way, you look at a lot of this, like the state that we're in right now, uh, yeah, it might be a felony to be in possession of a Schedule One oh, yeah, controlled like, substance, but you're not them, going to prison for it. No, they're not. You, crazy how that is, too. How many times, especially in recent history, how many, um, you know, and people, people want to talk are, about are being imprisoned for marijuana. I'm name one person sorry, that's honey. in prison yeah, for marijuana. There's not. The, name it's one not person happening. who's a user that's not. In prison for any trafficking, drugs. Trafficking hundreds of thousands of or pounds where of people, where or people, any other drug. Where people matter. are getting themselves, where users are getting themselves in trouble and in prison is when they get caught with scheduled controlled substances and they're given... They have enough to sell. Ample. The no, the they're given ample opportunity. You're given probation, treatment. You're given all the these rehab. counseling, rehab, all these programs to be diverted from going to prison as a drug user. And you have screwed up so many times that, and you've continued to fail to be law-abiding, that we've said, okay, as a society, we've said, hey, we've given you so many chances, you're not willing to get on board with the, with the program here, and there's nothing else that we can do for you, you need to be in prison. But this argument that, oh, these are just innocent people that are, they're just suffering from addiction. You don't and, stumble and fall onto a needle. Right, well, and, the, and even, okay... I would even and we be had willing, that conversation right. earlier today and, too. But I'll you. have I'll be willing to to see the point that if you if you're a drug addict and maybe if you want to say that you have a disease, whether right, wrong, or otherwise, um, right. that's not the conversation I'll, that we're I'll, having. I will say I will I will say that you know having not been addicted to drugs ever in my life, I don't know what that battle is like. But when you when you start violating other people's rights to feed that habit, that's a problem to me. I, I can't, I can't, because if you, if say you, you rob someone or you burglarize someone's house to, to, uh, steal property, to sell, to buy drugs, which happens way more than people think. Yes. And so, so generally say, for other, to other drug yeah. dealers and users. So, and so you, you, you break into someone's house, you steal their, say their TV or their PlayStation, you pawn it, you use that money to buy drugs, and then you want to go into the court and say, oh, I have a disease, I need help. Well, we're beyond, we're beyond your disease and getting you help because you've now violated the, this, the rights of the victim of your crime. Right. And even then, even then, I've seen people, that get, they get charged with these crimes. They get charged with burglary, robbery, assault, different different crimes that may have stemmed from their addiction, but they've been given chance after chance after yeah. chance after it chance. Was, it was a, And then they end up in prison. It was a common, like, jest in my old agency where, you know, I was in, in a roundabout way. I worked, I worked really closely with the dope guys. I didn't get to, you know, because there wasn't a slot open for me, didn't get to work directly as a narcotics dude, but I got to work with them. Yeah. And it was to the point, like, laws have changed now in that state that, that we, you know, we ended up just not doing it anymore just because it's become such a... Because like, nothing's the, illegal in your state anymore? No. Well, yeah. The, the, the law is still a misdemeanor. 
it's still a misdemeanor to have a Schedule One controlled substance in, Ooh, in that state. Did you ever think? Did you ever think Completely that those weird. words would be coming out of your mouth? Oh, it's but it's still a misdemeanor yeah, to have how meth. Stupid is that number one? And the whole reason they did it, and this is the dumbest thing, and this is the government in my opinion, completely straight up lied to defelonize narcotics in Colorado. They straight up lied to citizens to get this passed. And it's short of, it's nothing short of just, ah, it's so frustrating to see this. Um, and the whole reason they told us in that state that they wanted to do this was so that they could stop putting people in prison which, by the way, I've never once gone to a court case where, um, in, in that entire time I was there, never once, when I, and I was kind of okay at finding dope, never once did I send anybody to prison off of the countless, the countless only, amount of meth people that I've and ever heroin seen, and fentanyl. The people that I've ever seen, I've never to, seen it, go to prison for drug-related charges have some sort of person crime attached to their charges Either so maybe or... maybe you got arrested for burglary and when you were arrested you had meth on you yeah and so that maybe that meth that meth is one of your charges but you're going to prison for the burglary and right. even then even then from my it's, experiences it, yeah, they go to too. court they say oh i have a disease i need help they go yep. they get treatment they get all they get a hundred or they, they get a lot of uh chances, chances. So they continue to violate their probation, exactly. and then they end up in prison. So That's, this argument, this argument that these are these are diseased people that are getting sent to prison is just it's wrong. It's yeah, a flawed no, argument. And that's where I was going. And that's the argument they used. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the argument they used to defelonize if fentanyl. It, okay, if it were actually the case that. You were you would get stopped on the side of the road by police with a gram of marijuana in your pocket. Oh, you yeah, go, go straight, straight to prison. To prison. I, I would be I would be I would be pounding my fist saying, "Hey, this is wrong." Right. But the fact of the matter is that that is not the case. And the people that are pushing this pro-drug agenda are not being truthful about right. that. Right. Exactly. 100% correct. Because what they told us was, well, now courts have the option of sending people to rehab. Well, Here, here's the problem with that. Bold-faced lie. Because the courts have always had yeah, that option. In, in, to my, send state, some, some, in my state, they've yep. been sending people to rehab for years. Years. Decades. Mm -hmm. Decades. If, you, if I picked you up for meth and you said, dude, I got a problem, um, I, I'd probably be like, yeah, I agree, you do. Dude, I need rehab. I will put that in my report. Mm -hmm. If you're honest and I can see it in your eyes, if I you believe you, help, shit, I'll call. I'll I call. Will, I will go. I'll call the prosecutor and say, you know, they were cooperative. I dude, feel bad. I think they have a disease. Can what can we table. do to help you in your situation? No. Yeah. But I feel like part of it is that a lot of these people have figured out how to play the game. They know what to say. Uh, they know how to they know how to make this argument to the courts, and this political agenda is coming down to try and decriminalize everything, and it's just it's it's a perfect story. It's weird that uh, the political group that's trying to de decriminalize everything would be uh, would align with like libertarianism, if that's the way you say that. Um, where they it couldn't be further from like that agenda.
Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy that. Well, and I'm not. I'm not going to beat around the bush. It's. It's. It's this movement to decriminalize drugs. Is it's coming from the political left, um, and it's it's frustrating to see because it's. It's hurting. It's hurting our communities, and it I, really I, is. I don't want to see people that are addicted to drugs in prison. I don't. I don't think that's where. No, they No, I don't think that's. But the problem not, is that's that, not how you're gonna fix that. But problem the problem in is that if you you can only give somebody so many chances. I agree with that, because I mean, how many times are you gonna tell a toddler no? Right. You know. Until you know, until they until get some kind of con- consequences for their or, actions. Or, yep. Or time out. You know. Yeah. Yeah, no, it it's unfortunate that this is the way that the game is being played because people are getting hurt over this stuff. People are dying over this stuff. Human mm-hmm. trafficking has a direct correlation. Um, we're having a freaking argument, and it's great. It's it blows my freaking mind. It's almost ironic that people who have never f- um, felt the impacts of, say, the border. Mm-hmm. Uh, being open are arguing about how humane it is to uh, put a put an adult in jail and take the kid away from like okay you know this whole well we're we're separating families like mm-hmm. okay we do that every single day in America's judicial system mm-hmm. I don't take a five year old to jail with, with their, their dad, dad and just beat yeah. the crap out of their mom right. Um, number one, number two, I'm not stupid. I know the, I know that, you know, um, with any, any, any kind of Google search on the internet, you can see that human trafficking is a huge issue Mm -hmm. and that a lot of those kids, um, are being sent across the border. Oh, of course. Not in the care of their parents. Right. But the problem is, I think that we in this country, in this country, we have figured out that we can attack the motives of the people that we're debating instead of the argument or the points that they're presenting for on the merit of their argument alone. I would and say so we motive, have to say, I would say no. Character. So no, yeah, but so we have to say like, hey, if you say, um, okay, so the big thing was like with uh, the healthcare debate a few years ago, Obamacare, right? right. Oh, you just want people to die. Well, no, that's no. kind of the point. Right. <laughs> like, we neither one of us wants people to die. And I don't think, just because I disagree with you or you disagree with me doesn't mean that I think that you're a bad person. I think we both want the same goals or the same outcome. We just disagree about how to get there. I and the same argument statement. can be made with, like, the drug problem in America. Um, I, maybe some people more to the political left might say, oh, we need to treat the user we need to look at it as a disease we need to look at you know the causes of the problems and that's a conversation i can have but when you tell me that i'm a bad person and that i just want you know i just want to throw people in prison and i don't care about their families or their their disease or their mental health or anything like that you're attacking me when we both want the same goal we both want to see less drug addiction in america we just disagree with how to get there right and that the making the whole the, the the personal attacks on each other over differences in uh, policy prescriptions, it's just become it, it's gotten to the point where we're no longer discussing we're no longer discussing things anymore. We're just attacking each other because I'm yeah, right, and you're that's wrong. Both sides and, of the aisle. That's, yeah, that, that's on both sides of the aisle because you know I'm I'm pretty hardcore conservative. 
uh, I'd probably be a libertarian if they weren't so they weren't so anti law enforcement. Yeah. Um. Honestly, because I think the government should stay out of. I think the government's job is to protect us from outside threats and let the police protect mm-hmm. us from inside threats. Period. Yep. That is it. Um. But you know, and we can we can have a discussion about legalizing or or you know criminalizing marijuana and how harsh we want to treat potheads. But which I don't, I you know they you know, legalized the, it in Colorado okay. and DUIs went up. And but here's some the problem. Here's the problem though. Crimes went up, here's but, the problem. This is the way that this is the way that things are getting done now is because nothing nothing seems to be going through the legislature anymore. So what we end up doing is we just slowly shift the Overton window of what is acceptable, you know, societal discourse. So when we're saying now that, um, look at the marijuana argument, right? Uh-huh. Uh, 20 years ago, did you think that marijuana would be legalized in half the no. country? No. Right. And no. now look at, you know, we're, I would say that the, I would, it okay. was the most dangerous so, thing right, out there 20 right. years and, ago. But so would you think that between the two of us, that either one of us would, um, would agree with the, the legalization of marijuana? So I'm on the fence. I, I really Okay, don't. but just, so just give me a yeah. yes or a no. No. Okay. Here's my thing. Personally, I don't think it should be legalized. But this Overton window has shifted so far to the point where I kind of say, eh, 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 it's marijuana. I, I don't. Yeah, right. I don't what care. You do but in your because, is yeah, your right. In my but because for the last, you know, 15, 20 years, it's been this, this constant shift to make our society more acceptable, more open to marijuana use, to now we're at the point where. You know, a, a, a drug investigator, myself, I'm, I'm saying, uh, I enforce it, you know, I enforce, it's the law, I enforce right. it, but, but I, I also recognize, like, there, there are more serious problems out there than, than marijuana. Right. And so, in, in my experience, doing a lot of uh, interdiction through traffic and everything like that, um, I found that, especially in Colorado, where it's legal, you can have it in your car now. In Colorado. Um, so I've found that, you know, I know, like, if a dude's got weed in his car, he's probably got something else. The problem with it is, and I've had, I've got, you know, family members that are users. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll never forget the day that my own brother told me straight out, and I wish I saved it. It was on Snapchat, so it was kind of one of those things that deletes itself. But, um... He, he, he'll, I'll never forget this. He told me, whoever said that marijuana isn't a gateway drug is full of shit. Lied. Yep. Um, and that was him. A kid who's done massive amounts of research on the psychological effects of marijuana and all this stuff. And I know, and I don't know how it works on from his experience. I've never experienced the things that yep. he's experienced in his life. In my life, the things that I've experienced working you know, with my narcotics dudes working in interdiction and, and being the guy out there making traffic stops and trying to get in cars and stuff. I've always found marijuana every single time without without fail. Every single time I've found any other kind of, you know, 
illegal narcotic, I've found marijuana. You know, but I've, I've never found I've never found you know I've never found an illegal narcotic without marijuana in the car. You've never okay. So every so time let here's me, my well. So here's the point that I'm trying to get at is I know people. I know, like for, through through my experiences at work, is I know people that are they're, they're potheads. Sure. You know they don't do anything harder than that, but I know Eventually people. They will. I know people that do or hard drugs, and almost every single one of them will say, "Yep, I, I started I started on marijuana." I've had people try and tell me because they're such advocates for marijuana, they don't even they don't even realize it, and they'll say, "Well, I mean, I mean, I, I started on no. marijuana, but I don't think it's a gateway." Here's drug. the thing: if they realize it, they just don't want to. They don't want to admit it because they yeah, don't want to. Because then they have to say, "Oh, I should probably you, you not." Think, you think he would have admitted that on any other yeah. platform other than Snapchat, where the message was going to delete twenty four right. hours later? Right. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> and that's what I was I. You know, I may not be explaining it right. Every time I found in Colorado where marijuana is legal, yeah. every time I found, say, heroin, yeah, the there odds was... are they have a cannabis pipe. Yeah. Or any time I found, you know, meth, odds are they have the little in in in, in um, Colorado they sell them in little black tubes or whatever. You know, like what they used to sell thirty five millimeter. Yeah. You know, filling in. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff they'd sell. Um, mm. Marijuana and or cannabis. Um, I've always... Now, I've found people with cannabis that don't right. use, but I've never found a user who doesn't use cannabis. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Um, that's that's my that's kind of my whole point against marijuana, too, is just the fact that it's... I, I People can say it's not a gateway drug, but... But I'm I'm telling you from from my experiences working in law enforcement, it all biases aside. It, 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 my experiences tend to show that it kind of is a gateway drug. It's it, absolutely a gateway drug, um, and and you know a lot of the advocates in Colorado won't admit it, but <laughs> guess what? Like it, uh, petty like nonviolent crimes went through the roof. Yep. Violent crimes started going up, which is crazy because violent crimes were actually on the downcline, you know, the decline. Violent crimes uh, kind of started to go up a little, a little bit. It'd yeah. be you'd really have to look close to see it. DUIs went through the roof. Oh yeah, when well, they legalized marijuana. Well, the positive are sitting a lot at of stop people, signs waiting yeah. for them to turn green. Yeah, well, and I think a lot of people don't realize, like, you can, you can get a DUI on marijuana. It does not, it's not just alcohol. Oh, yeah, you know? it's super easy to get a yeah. DUI on marijuana. People driving around smoking roaches and stuff. I couldn't tell you how many times I'm sitting at a red light, and I look over, and There's dude's lights. smoking a roach. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. You do see that I'm a cop. Like yeah. I, now, I'm gonna pull you over. Yeah, it's stupid. It's I don't necessarily disagree with legalizing, you know, cannabis. I Here's just, my thing. Here's my thing. And I, I don't, think we. I don't know. I think we brought this up earlier. If it were actually the case that there were people in prison for, you know, in prison for these lengthy for prison sentences for. For possession of, you know, an ounce or two of marijuana, I would be the first person banging my hand saying, hey, this person does not belong in prison. 
The problem is that I don't know a single case. I don't know of a single person. And maybe I'm wrong. And if I am wrong, please, you know, send us send us the facts. But I don't know of a single person that is sitting in prison right now for these, you know, lengthy prisons or in prison at all, really, for possession of marijuana. I don't know too many people that are in prison at all for possession of even any other, you know, meth or heroin or cocaine or anything like that. Just right. simple possession. I don't see it. So then when you see like these, these pushes to, you know, statutorily decriminalize these things, it's like, what, what is the end goal? Because People, your argument is that people are in prison that are using marijuana and that statistically is not the case. So what is the goal? Other than to just de, I don't know. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's to continue to do, it's an anti-societal yeah, thing, I, I think. It. It's, yep. it's not... It's got nothing to do with freedom. Well, I think it, I think it ties to into... With, I want to do whatever the hell I want. I think it ties into the anti-law the anti -law enforcement, the anti-establishment kind of movement that's been going on for the last few years. You know, yeah. and I think... I don't know who they're... They're not hurting me by doing this. Yeah. Because I'm not going to allow it. And I, as much as the left wants to get rid of my gun rights, it's simply not going to happen. Yeah. You can't. I mean, it's an entire amendment. It's like trying to get rid of free speech yeah. or, you know, God, the Fourth Amendment. <laughs> you know, which is yeah. something that law enforcement deals with every single day. Yeah. Um, it's not like I'm just not going to protect myself. I don't remember where I was going with that stupid anyway. But it's it's just an anti-societal thing, in my yeah. opinion. Dude, where I was going with that, so. Dude, remember that time we were going to do an episode talking about you know, how you were married getting married, and, and it and ended up being political, being an narcotic hour and, stuff, hour and a half long or, rampage about drugs. Yeah, drugs, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wakes, wakes. All right, all right, all right. Anyway, uh, I think we've rambled think, enough yeah. for this episode. Hopefully, the audio quality is. We got a new mic. Yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed, if you happen to make it this long into the episode. Oh, um, there are, full disclosure, a bunch, a bunch of hard edits. Yes. Uh, meaning hard breaks, meaning, because, yeah. dude, stops. it's not, it's, I don't We're know, having serious mechanical issues going on. that we've this... not, we've not been able to get around. We haven't been able to figure out what the problem is. We're working on it. Um... I think that the overall the audio quality sounds better. Um, we're trying, yeah, we'll you know, see. we're we've gotten, you know, we're we're kind of serious about this. We want to provide good quality content for you. Um, we've upgraded some some equipment um, a little bit, yeah. But with that, Kyle broke the Kyle broke the mount. Yeah, <laughs> to it, it's all bed to shit. That'll happen. But you know, we we we've been making some investments into the show. The audio quality, I think, sounds a lot better. Um, I think so. But we're, we're just we're dealing with some software issues now. So uh, yeah, if it's not one thing, it's another, it's something right? else. Yep. So is what it is. We'll have to deal with it. Got to move spend on. Spend a thousand dollars on to just an spend a thousand bucks to make a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, not gonna so make any money. I don't think we're making any money with this. But anyway, yeah, uh, that's okay though. You know, I do enjoy uh, just to wrap this up. I do enjoy sitting here rambling, rambling about this stuff. Yeah. Um, people are. Um, 
I noticed uh, earlier today, actually, people, or yesterday, people are rating our podcast on, um, like, I Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts yeah. and iTunes. Yeah. That's um, awesome. If you guys can keep doing that, yeah, um, that really up. helps us because, like I said, you know, it we're... It lets us know kind of how we're doing. There's, yep. there's a couple of issues that we got to work out. Yep. Um, and obviously, and you know, on it. we're not we're not doing this for the money, but no. the more, the more subscribes, downloads, likes, shares, if you could forward or recommend the show to somebody, it helps us because if we're able to get subscribers... That money will help us upgrade our equipment, provide yeah. better better content for you guys, Hopefully and that's it doesn't what we need. Freeze up every thirty right. friggin' seconds. Right. But the fact of the matter is that you know Kissing we're both we're both kind of you know adults with families, and I can't uh, I can't spend my whole paycheck on yeah, little dude. gadgets. As much for as a, I would love to get that like studio like, yeah. system thing that I was talking about that costs yeah. six hundred bucks. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> Shit. Yep. So that's just something we're going to have to work towards. It's really good equipment. It'll make this leaps and bounds better. But yep. the more everybody shares this, the more it the, starts to take off. The shares the and ratings, subscriptions, our downloads. is going to notice and start pushing sponsorships. Yep. We're going to have to take sponsorship breaks, which is fine. Cool. Um, it, we, yeah. we have, from, from what I understand... When that happens, if that happens, um, we will have a say in who gets to, yep. you know, be our sponsor. Yep. We're not going to sponsor, like... I'm not sponsoring Planned Parenthood or something, you know. Yep. You don't want to talk about no. killing people on a... Yeah, killing babies. Hundreds, no. of, hundreds of thousands of people a year. Yeah. You but know, regardless, um, yeah, like, like we said, the big, biggest, biggest thing you guys can do to help us out... You know, like, give us good ratings, share, download, uh, tell your friends to download. Yeah, subscribe. let your shift know. Yep, let tell, your, shift tell know. your guys that you work with. Even if it check sucks. Out. Even if it sucks, like, hey, yeah, we don't really check these two idiots out. We don't really care if you actually listen to it. We really just want you to subscribe <laughs> and download. And download. It, yeah. um, uh, the rated, analytics rated it really nicely. helps us out. Yeah. So I haven't even looked at our analytics. Yeah, I haven't right checked now. it in a while. But anyway, uh, anything you guys want to talk to us about? Anything you want to hear us talk about? Uh, if you've got feedback, um, also if you want to play today's game of uh, guess that caliber. You can take a swing at what kind yeah. of bullet I've been holding for the last hour and 45 minutes. 45 minutes if you take yeah, a guess, yeah. you get it right. When we get some merch, maybe we'll ship you a t-shirt or something. Uh, maybe. About that. We will. We will. We will. 100%. Yeah. All right. Screw this program. Yep, Let's end this. Yep. Y'all be safe. Yep. Contact.shift.change.podcast at gmail.com or Facebook slash shift change. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Peace.